Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to the fourth season of Criminalia. It's pirate season. This time we're exploring the lives and motivations of some of the most notorious freebooters throughout history. I'm Maria Tremarki. And I'm Holly Fry. So she has been called the Pirate Queen, the Fierce Queen, and Teota the Untamable. She was born probably around 260 BCE and died around or shortly after 228 BCE. Queen Teota is often considered the Pirate Queen of Antiquity, but that's actually a little bit misleading. And it's misleading because she was not actually a pirate herself. While she might not be known for personally pillaging and looting, she is known for commanding an army of pirates throughout the Adriatic and Mediterranean seas. And she's also known for defying the Roman Republic. Teota was the second wife of Agrin, king of the Illyrians, and stepmother to Agrin's infant son. We are not sure of the pronunciation on this one. We are guessing Pinees. Under his leadership, the Ardian kingdom went through a period of expansion, and Agrin was the first king to unify the tribes and regions between the Adriatic coast, 
from land that's now modern-day Slovenia all the way to part of the Balkan Peninsula in Albania. The Illyrians were tribes and states of people with similar language and customs, and they all lived in the same region. They were a loosely, and I'm going to repeat that, loosely tied nation. It's believed that the name was originally the name of a single tribe, and that upon meeting, the ancient Greeks and Romans misunderstood that and called all the tribes and states in the area Illyrians. Because of the available information, we're actually going to just use the word Illyrian in that more blanket sense, but keep in mind throughout that we are not talking about a monolith and that this is a construct of historians outside this culture. Now, you may recognize the Illyrians because the name appears in Greek mythology in battle in the legend of Cadmus and Harmonia. But to be clear, the Illyrians were also real people, and we're going to be talking about the real people and pirates and violence that took place during the 3rd century, during Queen Teota's reign. King Argon ruled during the second half of the 3rd century BCE. He was the king who brought the Illyrian ships under the leader's umbrella control. So previously, these sailors had been independent, let's call them entrepreneurs, <laughs> taking all they could get for themselves until the king made their piracy part of his state policy. Agron grew to have the most powerful army and navy of Illyrian rulers before him, and among his neighboring lands as well. Although he won and lost many battles, he is best known for his victory over the Aetolian League in western Greece. But it was this battle against the Aetolians that would also be his end. Around 231 BCE, Agron died suddenly. Some accounts suggest that the king was known to celebrate with the crews of his victorious ships, and that this time he overindulged. Other versions suggest that he died from complications of pleurisy, and yet others kind of make a combination package of this and suggest that he died of complications of pleurisy because he partied too hard with the pirates. When he died, Pinese, though the king's only heir, did not rule. He was actually really very young when his father died, and Teoda stepped in to act as queen regent over the kingdom in his place. So what we know about her rule are primarily accounts of her pro-piracy laws. Written accounts of her, though, have been considered sexist by some, and in general, are all written with a very pro-Greek or pro-Roman point of view. They were, after all, written by ancient Greeks and Romans. As we go along, remember, it is often best to take things with a grain of salt anytime you're talking about events as far back as the 3rd century BCE. The distance of time has made things a little blurry. What's interesting and important about that is that the guy who primarily wrote about the Roman Republic's rise to power also wrote about this queen, and that's the account from which we draw most of our knowledge about Teoda. Enter Polybius. Polybius was a Greek statesman and historian. His works include a now-lost manual on military tactics, but he is best known for his writings called the Histories. Polybius was known to conduct interviews. He was essentially an early journalist, and he was considered to be an analytical historian. The details about many events from history are based on his interpretation and his writing about it. Today's scholars accept his work more or less at face value, largely because he himself touted an approach that recorded history should always have eyewitness accounts to verify any story. Modern historians Andrew Curry and Craig Champion consider Polybius to be, we quote, fairly reliable and, 
remarkably well-informed, industrious, and insightful. We will actually hear a lot of his thoughts as we continue, but right now we're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. And when we're back, we'll talk about a queen who authorized piracy in her kingdom. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day-to-day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low-key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older (laughs) in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie. And it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash criminalia for 10% off your first order. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's start by talking about what the historian Polybius thought of Teota. Polybius wrote about Teota, but he also wrote about her husband, Agron. I'm going to quote him here. Agron 
he wrote, possessed the most powerful force, both by land and sea, of any of the kings who had reigned in Illyria before him. He described Teota, though, as having a, quote, woman's natural shortness of view. He wrote that she, quote, could see nothing but the recent success and had no eyes of what was going on elsewhere. But what he does go on to mention about her is that the queen supported and encouraged piracy among her people and ordered her vessels to treat everyone as an enemy. The Illyrians had a long and storied pirating tradition. They had long been preying on Italian merchants who traded in the Adriatic Sea. Just as under the deceased King Agron, piracy was legal under the queen. She outwardly supported and encouraged piracy and... Throughout her whole reign, she kept it legal. In fact, it was considered a suitable, if not respectable, way of making a living in her kingdom. Piracy brought her more wealth and allowed her to shore up her own resources. As queen and commander of the Illyrian pirates, Teota was bold. Remember, she wasn't doing it herself, but she was giving all of the orders. She sanctioned piracy in the Adriatic and the Mediterranean seas. She authorized those engaging in piracy. They were actually given licenses. These were letters of mark and reprisal issued by the government, making it legal for private citizens to basically become legal pirates. That was a career path. They are known, of course, as privateers or corsairs, and they're basically pirates who got paid to do it. Teuta used her privateers as her own private army, which sailed in well-armed ships. They were allowed to attack and capture merchant vessels at sea and pillage what they could find on land. And it was all legal, whether the victim was of a nation at war with the Illyrians or not. And it's then that the Illyrians became well-known, and maybe infamous or feared are better words here, for looting merchant ships. I'm just thinking about the concept of, yes, this is your job. And also, you can do whatever illegal thing you want, but that's fine. It's, it's still your job, and we'll sanction it. <laughs> and I'm going to give you this thing that looks like a driver's license. And it right? makes it all legal. <laughs> In the histories, Polybius wrote of the queen, quote, Her first measure was to grant license to privateers, authorizing them to plunder all whom they fell in with. And she next collected a fleet and military force as large as the former one and dispatched them with general instructions to the leaders to regard every land as belonging to an enemy. He continued on about Teodo saying, from time immemorial, the Illyrians had oppressed and pillaged vessels sailing from Italy. They committed acts of piracy on a number of Italian merchants. Some they merely plundered, others they murdered, and a great many they carried off alive into captivity. The Illyrians who sailed, sailed three main types of warships. These were Lembo, the Priestes, and the Liberna. All of these were pretty good for pirating. The Priestes was long and narrow as a warship. The Liburnian warship was powerful and it was propelled by oars. But they're fastest and most agile, and a very common choice for those engaging in piracy was the Lembo. This had a single bank of oars and no sails, and it was considered the best of the best of transport ships in the ancient world. It's said the Illyrians packed as many as 100 pirates into the vessel's tight galley, and that was 50 men to row and 50 to fight. But probably give or take on those number of rowers, that seems really high. So the Illyrian piracy worked like this, and it seems very piratey, actually. 
Crews in Lembo's hidden sheltered places along the coast, and they waited for merchant ships to come by. And when one did, they would row until they were alongside, they'd board, and then they'd overwhelm the crew and take whatever it was that they wanted. Very efficient. That's why they need 50 dudes, because they got to be fast right. and quick about it. <laughs> Merchants who were being plundered by these pirate ships asked for help from the states on the shores of the Adriatic. But no one really had the forces needed to fight these pirates. And at this time, the Romans really didn't see the need to get involved because the Illyrians had attacked a few merchants and threatened a lot of others. Encouraged by their pirate commanding queen and with no or very few repercussions from anyone else, crews increased their intensity of the attacks. Illyrian pirates overtook the city of Finiche, and more than once, actually. Although sometimes the Illyrians were forced to withdraw their own troops because of an internal rebellion, it didn't happen all the time, but infighting among tribes was way more common than you might guess. When not fighting among themselves, the Illyrian pirates did attack others. They violently defeated Epirochet forces sent to fortify Finiche. Many were killed or captured, and it's said that a garrison of 800 men surrendered to Toyota's pirate crews. This was an attention-grabbing event. So, for example, had this happened in a time when media was widespread, it would have been front-page news kind of all over the globe. Their piracy in the Adriatic, which included raiding Roman and Greek ships and coastal settlements, finally did catch the attention of Rome. It was when Toyota's pirate ships began attacking Roman vessels that things started to escalate. So we're going to take a quick break for a word from a sponsor, and when we're back... Let's talk about why the Roman Republic would care at all about Queen Teota. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. 
Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Welcome back to Criminalia. Now let's talk about the time when Queen Toyota assassinated one or maybe two Roman envoys. Okay, so we have to lay the groundwork for what's going on at this time. The Roman Republic had just defeated the Carthaginians. Because Rome had eyes on controlling the Mediterranean, they wanted this thriving port and this trading area. The Republic declared war in what became known as the First Punic War. Polybius described the Punic Wars, there were three between the empires, as, quote, the longest and most severely contested war in history. The Punic Wars were basically two empires battling for control of trade in the Mediterranean Sea. And this could easily be a whole episode in its own right, if we were covering international conflicts instead of pirates. That victory for the Romans was important because it boosted the Roman Republic's influence across the Mediterranean. But there was another rival on the rise that could get in their way, and that's Toyota. So Toyota and her assembly of pirates had begun to threaten and pillage vessels along trade routes that ran across the Adriatic Sea, and Roman vessels were pillaged as well. Rome sent two envoys, Gaius and Lucius Coruncanius, to meet with the queen. And this was to try to dissuade her from continuing to pursue and encourage piracy. She insisted that she was simply not responsible for the actions of Illyrian privateers. Teota is said to have replied, quote, It was never the custom of royalty to prevent the advantage of its subjects that they could get from the sea. It is said that when one of the envoys sharply disagreed with her on this point, she ordered one of them, and possibly both of them, killed. But here there are other accounts that suggest the Queen's meeting with the Roman envoys went a little bit differently. In one really standout account by a Roman historian, it's written that Toyota had not yet risen to power when the Roman Senate sent in their two ambassadors. And that changes the story quite a bit if it's true. Regardless of whether Toyota had already become the scourge of the Mediterranean or not, the Roman Republic was in a really strong position when Toyota hit their radar. They had unified Italy, and they had recently defeated a significant rival for control over strategic positions in the Mediterranean Sea. And they were now the largest presence in the Mediterranean. But Toyota refused to submit to them. Toyota's power was increasing, and after brutal attacks from her pirates on Roman trading vessels, 
the treatment of their envoys, and the fact that they really, really wanted trade in the Adriatic, the Roman Senate deployed their navy against her. And when the Romans attacked, they were fierce and methodical. And they tried to parlay that loose association of groups that made up the Illyrians into suggesting that pirates sailing for Teota had been pressed into it. They traveled up the Adriatic coast, quote, freeing, again, that is with quotes, freeing these Illyrian crews along the way. And each of these boats was told that they were now under Roman protection. Again, that's air quotes. Although Rome didn't station any troops in these allegedly newly freed areas. So there really was no protection there whatsoever. They also tried to convince the Illyrian pirates that the Roman Republic was their new, and one more time with those air quotes, friend. Hey, we're friends. We're pals. Friends. Listen, guys, friends don't attack friends. Everybody be cool. It was around this time that Demetrius Seferos, he was the advisor slash military general to Teoda. He turned traitor. Seeing that the odds were not good against Rome, or just maybe out of fear, he turned his loyalties away from the queen and collaborated with the Republic instead, and he even acted as Rome's counsel in the war against Teoda. And that betrayal was decisive in the conflict. Over the course of just a few weeks, Rome destroyed Teoda's kingdom, and the unification of Illyrian tribes that King Agrin had accomplished was gone. This was the beginning of what would come to be known as the Illyrian Wars, a series of conflicts between Rome and the Illyrians for control of trade across the Adriatic Sea. The first battle, which is this battle we're talking about, lasted for two years. And when the Romans completely overwhelmed the Illyrian garrison at Corsaira, Queen Teoda surrendered. Rome placed a few terms on her surrender, including, of course, abdication of the throne. Many accounts report that Teoda was actually given a small region that she could rule, but we can't prove that. That's not verified in any sort of real way. There are, of course, a few versions of what happened when Teoda surrendered. There's one that says she begged the Romans for a truce. There's another that says she was fined and forced to surrender most of her kingdom to the Republic. And there was one thing that seemed to be part of a few of these stories, actually that she was forbidden from ever again setting sail with more than two ships, that would be two Lembos in particular, beyond southern Illyria. This one comes up a lot because I think it makes sense. This would keep her personally from engaging in piracy and with pirates and with her pirate crews. The final one here is actually much different about her surrender. And this story in her legend tells that she allegedly threw herself off of a cliff rather than surrender to the Roman Republic. Perhaps not surprisingly, and almost certainly because it's the most dramatic, the most popular story of her surrender is that one where she throws herself off of a cliff. And that piece of her legend remains today as a curse on Ryzen. That's an ancient town in the Bay of Codor, Montenegro. That curse? Ryzen is a town that Teoda had fled to and is now the only town in the region without a real seafaring tradition. And the lore tells us that before plunging to her death, she cursed this town to never be able to build a seafaring vessel there. Basically saying, if I die here, so does this region's relationship with the sea. Despite the fact that that is the most dramatic and most popular story of her death, we don't actually know if that's how she died. We don't know at all how her life ended. And if she didn't die at this point, it's unclear what happened to this pirate queen after 228 BCE. 
There is no evidence that would corroborate the jumping off a cliff to her death story. Neither has a tomb ever been uncovered. So we don't know the reason for anyone's cause of death in this story because of the same reason. It's the third century BCE. So it's not entirely strange. And as we said, given how far back these events took place, it's sometimes really hard to know. So when it comes to Teoda, we don't know if she was better or worse or completely different than what historians captured and wrote down. And the same is really true of everyone that we just talked about. History, modern and ancient, is full of rulers who were powerful women, women who might stand up to the Roman Republic, women who are still celebrated today, whether they led an army of pirates or they did the pirating themselves. So Toyota has her own sort of folk hero status, even if her story can't be verified. Maria, would you like to step inside the groggery? <gasps> I will be right there. <laughs> okay, so um, I wanted to think about a spirit that is associated with the Mediterranean. Now, if you look up Albanian spirits, a lot of them are very fruit-based. Mm -hmm. Those are cool, and it's very, um, if you'll forgive the accidental kind of wordsmanship, they're, they're very ripe for potential experimentation. But this is another one where I wanted to make something that might not be what people think they will like, but is surprisingly yummy. So instead, I went with another Mediterranean spirit. It starts with Uzo. <gasps> oh, my God. All right. So what are we calling okay, it? Okay, so <laughs> I love Uzo. And I know it's not for everyone because it's, you know, anise and it has that licorice flavor. I love an anisette. I love Me an Uzo. Any of the, the European licorice liqueurs I'm into. But I thought it would be fun since that, you know, is most associated with Greece, which was an area where she was sailing and potentially like some of her privateers may have brought her some back. So it ties into the whole story. Yeah. And I also wanted to do something that nods to uh, the use of citrus in the area, which is pretty common, both in the cuisine and the beverages. So it's essentially a, a lemonade and ouzo based drink. I'm calling it Teota's Curse, but it, it isn't a curse. It's, in fact, delicious. You made me a drink. <laughs> right. So... I discovered in prepping for this that if you squirrel around online, there are a lot of people that do kind of a lemonade with ouzo. And there are variations. Mine is the easy peasy version because most of them want you to do like a more from the ground up, from scratch kind of lemonade base where you use oh, lemon gotcha. juice and water and you add honey or some other sweetener. I think you can just grab lemonade from the store. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and I did that and I got like a, a, a lower sugar lemonade because I usually do. It is one ounce of ouzo, one ounce of vodka. I used a citrus vodka, like a grapefruit vodka, and that was yummy. But you can also just use your basic straight clean vodka. And then I did about five ounces of lemonade and I shook it all together and just poured it over ice. You can, you know, garnish that with a piece of citrus or with a little mint sprig if you want to just add a, a nice aromatic to it. Here's what's interesting. <laughs> I'll have everyone know that she leaned in as she said that. <laughs> Here's the thing. I know that not everybody likes licorice-flavored things. Anise doesn't work for everyone, including my guinea pig, i.e. my beloved husband. But I asked him, I was like, just try this, though, because something happens when you mix the ouzo and the lemonade where that licorice -y flavor gets countered by the citrus in a way that that makes it not quite what I think most people are responding to when they say they don't like 
anise flavor. And he was like, this is not bad at all. And so that, to me, is like a resounding huge endorsement of this drink. Because that's about as enthusiastic as he's going to get regarding a cocktail (laughs) with ingredients he's suspicious of. Um, So... (laughs) I absolutely loved it. I thought it was so delicious and super yummy. And I see why a lot of people have done this sort of combo or some variation on it. If you want to do a non-alcoholic version, it's very easy, but it does require you to be a little bit careful. I used a dropper and I put about three drops of anise extract like that you would get for baking Mm -hmm. in the base of my glass over some ice. And then I poured the lemon, the lemonade on top of it, gave it a good stir. The reason I say you want to be very careful is that anytime you're dealing with an extract, it's so highly concentrated that like you can easily go overboard. Absolutely. Like you don't want to get a single spoon involved. You literally want <laughs> drops. <laughs> Not even your quarter teaspoon. You want only drops. The good news is if you overdo it, you can just keep adding lemonade until you get the mix you like. You can even dilute with water a little bit. Also, since we're kind of in that time, even though this has been a blisteringly hot summer, And it doesn't really feel like we're in autumn yet. But it's like a nice transition flavor from summer into autumn because that licorice little undercurrent gives it a nice, hey, we're heading into. Yeah, yeah. It's like a warm flavor. Flavors, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is Teoda's Curse. I am going to drink a lot of these in the future. <laughs> well, because they're they're interesting. It's an unusual flavor that you're not normally getting. I think it's interesting on the palate, actually. I'm curious to try. Right. Yeah. It's very refreshing, and it's easy as pie to throw together. So, like, it's a great one to do in a pitcher form if you're having people over who are willing to take that walk with you, even if you are not a licorice person. The other thing I was going to say is that if people, for whatever reason, don't, have access to ouzo you can also do this with any kind of licorice liquor like any kind of anisette will work Mm -hmm. fine it'll change the profile a little bit because they just concentrate a little bit differently but it will still be very yummy i tried it but a quick version with an anisette and it was also delicious i'm super excited about this drink it has things in it that i like everything in it i love Listen, I try to take care of you when I can. You really do. I feel like this drink is made for me. (laughs) (laughs) So if you try it, we hope that you love it. Uh, We also hope you've enjoyed this little chat we've had today and spending time with us. We're so grateful that you do so. We have so many more pirates on the horizon. So thank you for spending time with us this week. And there is going to be more next week. Also with drinks. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.